I don't like the way you said that. You had everything. Well, you I had, had Nickelodeon. You had-, <laughs> you had MTV. You had VH1. You had all the good stuff. Let's go. Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome back to the Netflix Book Club podcast. I'm Mike Tui, joined always with my co-host here. Hey, it's Dennis Ernie. Don't stream it. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of here. Scouts honor. Uh, we were we we watched what's the full it's the documentary episode 174 and it's the uh secret files of the boy scouts of america yeah the secret files of the boy scouts of america they had files they kept a lot of them believe it or not and uh they weren't weren't all so good were you ever in the boy scouts mike only in the beginning the very beginning stage like the uh the white t-shirt and uh and a and a Firm handshake, but nothing more than that. They a white get, t-shirt and a firm handshake? Is yeah, that a thing? Yeah, just I don't a, remember a that. Good old handshake. Trace the horrifying scope <laughs> of the Boy Scouts abuse cover-up in this documentary from filmmaker Brian Knapperberger? Knappenberger. Nice. Knappenberger. And he also made The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Yeah, and I loved that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I saw that one. Yeah, I didn't hear about that one. I don't know. It's always weird when they mention a movie like, from the director who brought you. It's like a comp- S- Slinky Island. You're right. like, what? Slinky, I never- <laughs> yeah. It was a real staircase. The uh, <laughs> Slinky Island? All right. Well, sometimes a comic will be like, he opened for some other guy. And it's like, well, here's not the other guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially if you never heard of the other person. I heard a great story last night. Ah, that's Let's for That's it. for off mic. No, it's for off mic, oh, actually. It's for off mic. But remind Jeez, me. If, because after this documentary, first off, you press play on this, and there's a disclaimer right off the bat, and it's not a cute one. Uh, it's like you're gonna feel weird and icky. Yeah, this is this is like most people with souls will not enjoy watching this. Right. It's uh, I'm I'm bringing it up right now. That's the thing about some documentaries, though, is it's like uh, you won't like how it makes you feel, but it doesn't mean that's fallen bad. film contains descriptions of sexual abuse involving minors. Which may be disturbing for some viewers. First off, I don't know if that second part even needs to be. First in there. of all, you throw this film on on a second date, right? And, <laughs> and you read, and that's that comes across the screen, and you just look at her, you go, "I won't be disturbed." <laughs> Red flag, ladies. You get out of there. Oh my god, on a second date. I've told you the horrible movies I've played on like second dates, right? Uh, maybe we American History X or something. No, not American History X. Um, Gus Van Sant, the guy who did uh, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. He made this much less popular film that was basically, I think it was called Elephant. It's a fictionalized version of the Columbine shootings. Oh my God. And like, you have the, said this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the guys are also like gay. Okay. There's a gay aspect to it. Oh, I guess. I've heard of this and it's probably from you. It's all coming back yeah, to me now. <laughs> Never saw it though. Go back and watch Pitch Perfect, everybody, and then listen to the Pitch Perfect episode if you want more of me and Mike harmonizing. Yeah, baby. Um, so were you a Boy Scout? I Here's my Boy Scout story. Back when I was still living in Queens, so we're talking second grade or younger. Yeah. My mom put me and my brother in the Boy Scouts. Yep. I think we went like three or four times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one night, I have vivid memory being on the second floor of my, our old house in Ozone Park. Okay. And my mom's drying her hair in the bathroom with a blow dryer. And I'm like, Mom, don't we have Boy Scouts tonight? <laughs> okay. And she just looked at me and she goes, D- Did you like it? Do you want to keep going? And I went, It was like the first time I had been given a choice. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. And I was like, I guess not. <laughs> I was like, No, I think I'd rather stay here and watch cartoons or whatever else space ghost is coming on (laughs) coast to coast ghost rider oh i used to love that show Remember ghost rider the little orb yeah why was it solve mysteries 
we were the right age, I guess. We were at the right age, and also you'd watch an entire episode to get a glimpse of the ghost of Ghost Rider, and it'd be on the screen for like six seconds. <laughs> and it was a mystery. Yeah, some kid would fart out a beam of light <laughs> that would solve a local mystery. So yeah, all the vowels made, you know, you were supposed to be tracking that for the whole episode. I never, I never was able to decipher it before. vowels what is I'm that what it was was the orb making letters well the, yeah it doesn't kill mean, me like the, <laughs> <laughs> i'm an orb stuck in a pbs tv <laughs> yeah. show <laughs> what is my existence donate now or but i mean that kind of tech you. you just didn't see that kind of visual effects i guess so. as a kid you know see i didn't have cable so i can at least say well we didn't have much but you had everything right you were still watching Ghost Rider. I don't like the way you said that. You had everything. Well, you I had, had Nickelodeon. You had, you had MTV. <laughs> you had VH1. You had all the good stuff. I don't know why I get like that. Where I had someone... to pretend like I knew what anyone was talking about in school. Right. If so, Yeah, I know. I know. Uh. If someone says I had a good childhood, I always get like, well, you know, everyone has their own obstacles to overcome. <laughs> no, I did. I had a great childhood. I had a bunch of movie channels. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, I've said this before. I've seen Charlie's Angels like 75 times just because for some reason HBO played it all the time. Yeah. And it was just one of those movies where it's like, I'll watch these bitches for a few minutes. A little titillating. I didn't call him that, though. Well, and it kept you out of the Scouts, which was most important, apparently. Yeah. Ooh, all right, so baby. we were both members of the Scouts and both members of the Catholic Church. How did we get out unscathed? Who said we did? Oh, God. I uh, only was a Cub Scout, so that's what I meant by T-shirt. There was just like a white T-shirt, and you got like paw print stamps. Like you weren't to the level that of sounds kind of familiar. full Scout uniform. That sounds And I familiar. think I might have had that with the yellow bandana and the blue, and that was the last year. And even that, I don't think I lasted that. Like I never went on a camp. You were in an urban gang? <laughs> you didn't really? I thought it was the Cub Scouts? <laughs> no, I because Cub Scouts with a Z? <laughs> one time we had the wood block car the that's as far car. as i got yeah. yeah and then after that it was like we're not doing this i anymore. think they played their big gun too early with us because once we did the cars we were like well i mean that's really all i came for <laughs> right and it was the car thing it was such bullshit because we're like first or second grade so you're so you're not woodworking you're not doing anything yeah. really with these things right. so it's everyone's dads competing against each other right dad. right what my dad would did was he screwed like he took as big a screws as he could as he could and screwed screwed them into the bottom in the front of it to try to make it a little heavier so that it would drop a little faster. Interesting. And I remember being like, my dad's a genius. Yes. Smartest man in the world. <laughs> you know, we, we got creamed. We got absolutely creamed. I was going to say, does that work? Though? Because don't things fall at the same pace, right? I don't. We Didn't got, Newton We got discover creamed. That? Listen, we got yeah. creamed and not in the way some of these kids did. And we ended up not going back. No, no, no. No, you let that. You let that. And I believe. Shame that, on you. I believe that the uh, camping, that whole thing. Uh-huh. My parents. For whatever their faults, I think they knew it was weird. I think they knew the Boy Scouts was weird. I think my dad didn't really like the smell of it, and I think my mother actually agreed. One of the things they both agreed on, yeah. and that was it, because they're like, "We're not." It was kind of decided for me. Right, right. Yeah. Did you feel any particular way about it? I remember one of my buddies, good friends, still to this day, and he stayed in it. He's like probably went to Eagle Scout. His dad was a uh, brother was in the military. They were right. that type of a family. And I remember he that next year was like, oh, he's going on a camping trip, and they were going away for a couple of nights. And I remember thinking, oh, wow, that's like a thing I've never done. That's like a big deal. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't camp. I don't have a tent. I don't know how to do any of that right, shit. Right, right. So I didn't care that much. Yeah. 
I went camping with my uncle, so there's never this thing of like, oh, I want to go and do Boy Scout things. Cause sure. He, we, we did some shit like that anyway. Yeah, you got to go out and piss on a tree and stuff. Yeah, pissing on a tree. You remember that thing where if you That's found half the fun, right? Can you, we admit just pissing outside? Pissing outside's great. That's what camping is, really. Pissing outside is great. Uh, we used to do the thing where you'd pick up a stick in the shape of a Y, and if it went up, that meant there was running water underground. Did you ever hear this? Cool. I don't know where. It, no, it's not true. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why would a stick magically move in your hands? Because there's also, why is there running? What do you mean there's running water I underneath I don't know, me? dude. I thought you meant you stuck it in the ground somehow, and if it turned in a way, there was water under. I don't fucking know. I, I wasn't a boy scout. Maybe that was it. I was doing it wrong. I'm just like, this is stupid. They're like, you're stupid. <laughs> you're doing it wrong, you fucking idiot. Go play Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Um. I knew that there had been... Here's the thing. I, I read this book recently called The Troop, and it's completely fictional. Okay. But it's about a Canadian Boy Scout troop who goes for their weekend of camping with their account, with their leader or whatever. Uh-huh. And the leader in the book, again, this is completely fictional, but the leader in the book is a genuinely good person mm-hmm. who's just good with kids. And yeah. he's like, I want to see these young boys turn into good young men. There's okay. people out there who are like good people who would sure. be interested in being a troop leader with no ulterior motives. And maybe a couple of tests, right? A couple of barriers for entry. A couple of very simple things maybe that the Boy Scouts of America were not doing, apparently. Just a couple of things. Maybe an eye exam. Yeah. <laughs> for starters, I don't know, just to do literally anything. Right. But for all the good people, yeah, there's going to be some bad people. And uh, I like the way that they say the opportunity for something to happen is so high. Yes, Overnight trips, guardian of just one person, even though yeah. it's supposed to be two, mm-hmm. right there. What what other activity do you have that type of access? Yeah. You really don't. Right. It's just, exactly, that's that's the best way to put it is like there's, even though there's good people and the, you know, the heart is in the right place, I'm sure, upon the initial conception of the Boy Scouts of America, it's just, it was, I, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe the numbers were higher than the Catholic Church. Uh, yeah, it was all pretty daunting, shocking, disgusting, disturbing. Yeah. And then like all these other, like every documentary, you kind of run up into the bureaucratic problems where it was like, so this ended up being a bankruptcy issue. Right. A, uh, what's it called? The time goes too much time goes by. Oh, um, statute of limitations. Statute of limitations. It becomes all this like other crap in the government and the legal system that jams up like true justice. Yeah, you know, true, true justice for me, like what was it, eighty two thousand, and that's the eighty two thousand of the people that came forward. And I don't even know if that was every state. Yeah, uh, I don't that, know if a number states. like that is so high. I'm sitting there watching this documentary, and I like pause, and I'm like, all right, eighty two thousand. It's like even if like ninety percent of that. Is bullshit, which I don't think it is. It's not. not Of course, of course, it's not. It's still in the thousands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of like, it's just insane. And these, yeah, it's insane. And they move them almost like the Catholic Church. They just move them around. You know what I mean? They wouldn't really move them around, but they'd like, all right, you're done here. This is what. But there's no oversight where you move to a town three hours away and you sign up for it, and they're like, yeah, yeah, why not? My best estimation is like they'd flag them. And then never check those files. Right. So it's like, oh, yeah, we know. There's a flag in here in these files that nobody's allowed to read or look at. Yeah. So they just go into another place, which is, again, it's the cover-up. Right. You know, the crime is as atrocious. And that's why at the end, when the talking points from that guy, it's 
despicable. The bald guy, right? Yeah, the general he counsel. Is, I know that's his job. Oh my god, does and he like, stay on brand? And you, I mean, you get hired to do something. When he says that sentence, and he goes. Uh, one is too many. It's, it's like, like, yeah, that's oh the point, guy. God. Yeah, the stuff's coming out of Dude. his mouth. Yeah, brutal. Brutal, brutal, I know brutal. you got to deflect. You got to stay on front. All this shit, that's your uh, job. And like, is. and he's even like, I can't speak to... I, I've only been working here at this thing for whatever amount of years. It's I can't speak to what happened. It's a master class in doing that. Yeah. In, in speaking, to, you know, uh, deflecting. Right. But Jesus Christ, dude, uh, that is insane. Uh, the lack of accountability. I don't know how much money he's getting paid. It should be more or less one way or the other. Like he's doing an incredible job. Yeah. And, uh, defending some really disgusting. Just talking actions. in circles of like, though, and you've, I've seen this in other programs in the country, whether it be government or police or whatever, where they're like, um, well, we, it's almost like an internet trope now. I've heard it before uh, where it's like, we've investigated ourselves and we found no wrongdoing. <laughs> Hilarious. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. or, or the, or the thing of, well, there's never been a history of these problems, so we don't have a problem. Right. And it's like, yeah, but when you have, where does it start then? Sure. When you suddenly have a problem, but you never check on it. Why look? It's well, so. What do you mean? Why look? Yeah. Well, there's not a problem. Well, how yeah. do you know? Why you would look? It? Exactly. Over and over again. The negligence is insane. And I don't remember the guy's name, but the journalist who also like so. If this documentary is never made, and they they don't even get the um, the guy who comes in from uh, special unit, whatever the hell. Yeah, the black the, dude. He was great. Dude. Unfortunately, that's unfortunately Michael, that's what we're going to refer to. Johnson. <laughs> Michael, Michael Johnson. Johnson. Michael Johnson. How do we forget a name like that? <laughs> dude, you see him strutting around the Capitol. Yeah. Come on, this guy's badass. Mike man. Johnson. <laughs> You know he loved filming those sequences. He uh, he was the biggest mistake the Boy Scouts ever made. Yeah, right? Hiring this dude. You hired him to get to the bottom of it, and he did. You hired someone to do a position that they were passionate about. Yeah, and like and not scared to leave and talk all about it, which he did. And he didn't outright say it, but he must have not taken his severance pay because he's in the documentary and he's been vocal about it. At one point towards the end, he's like, oh, right. he's like for me to get my severance, I would have had to sign a, like an NDA type thing. Right. And... Uh, it, he doesn't come out and say, but yeah, he must have been like, nah, forget it then. Keep your whatever money. And maybe he got paid by this documentary. Maybe who knows what, but yeah. it's great. And my point is that other uh, journalist who had all the files. The red-haired guy? Maybe. Yeah. He was doing this anyway, despite this documentary. Before yes. this documentary, he was working. Well, probably, he put a print article out yeah. that got him put a bit of a target on his back, you know? So, like, I just hope those people still exist. Real journalists. Real journalists, good people. Because the way things go with the world now, it gets more and more confusing what companies own what. Yeah. What, what you know, loyal, lobbyist groups are in the pockets of, you know, like it all gets muddied waters and it's really hard to know who's behind things. And without journalists, who's going to come up with this? Who's going right. to dig into any of this stuff? Uh, I think also, who's keeping the files, man? I mean, the, the Catholic Church knew to... To bury, bury those files. Like they kept files and then called them perversion files. Yeah, I'm it not probably, saying. You know, probably some guy who doesn't even like a custodian of records who's like doesn't even know. He's like perversion files. Like that could mean anything. I've got files here named all kinds of weird shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> could be perversion financially. No, but I mean as a as a whole business of the Boy Scouts, yeah. I don't know if it was good business keeping those files. Well, they say that at the end, I forget if it was a lawyer or just one of the advocates, where they're like, simply them keeping files like this is evidence that they knew it was wrong. Of course. No, Otherwise... They say, they say this was a company managing its liabilities. Right, exactly. And they needed to know the liabilities. When they were talking about how hard it is to go through bankruptcy because yeah. their assets aren't firm. Yeah, but still, dude, I don't know. And I'm not... <laughs> 
I'm not saying they should have. Thank God, kind of in a way that they kept all that. It definitely uh, helped the case of the victims, yeah. the survivors. But uh, yeah, I think you just burn that shit. It's pretty pretty cool when that lawyer's like, "Hey, is it cool if I come to your house with two high speed copiers to make 150 thousand yeah. scans?" Yeah, but then you know that's after- when you know it's like, "Oh, this guy's gonna get some shit done." Yeah, right. The journalist got to feel pretty good at that. It's point. nice to see. I know lawyers get a bad rap, and there are plenty of bloodsuckers out there. But it is nice to see a lawyer who's like. And maybe they're just doing it for their pockets. We did see a stat at the end of this that was like between prosecutors, lawyers, all that shit. Uh, One billion. Accountants, a billion dollars to be shared. A billion dollars goes to a them. A billion. So. But. Yeah. Even if it is motivated by money, at least it's getting done by some dude who's like, I mean, I guess you're turning the blood sucker on a good target for a change, you know? For a change, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and I couldn't uh, believe the number. 82,000 people. So how about this? Just to maybe get a little bit past it not past it i don't know but i'm just gonna ask you do you think that it's okay that the boy scouts of america still exists so i'm surprised and that was part of the bankruptcy thing was they kind of got protected from being completely i don't know what you would call it disbanded um i'm wondering because this is a new documentary it was on the top 10 for a little while not 2023 by the time we watched it it had slipped off the top 10 okay um but, you know, people watch documentaries on Netflix. I wonder if this will have the effect of, like, um, Blackfish. Like, SeaWorld was still open when Blackfish came out. Right. But, like, within a year of it being out, they closed up. And I'm wondering if this will, yeah, put an end to the Boy Scouts of America. Because i got to imagine their numbers are dwindling anyway. Yeah, well, they, what I had heard was that girls were allowed in. I definitely yes. heard that as far as, like, a news headline. And you kind of thought, well, don't they have the Girl Scouts? Right. But That was a lot of people's reaction to it. But it's like Girl Scouts are very different things, though. I but think. then when you see this, you're like, okay, now I see. This is a huge, huge, bigger thing that they're trying to address. And also they're great at branding. They mentioned that, too. They muddy the waters. They drive the narrative. You know, like now we're talking about Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. We're not talking anything about, you know... What it takes to be a person in charge of yeah. these kids in the woods. They did that with the thing where they were like, we're working on getting the gays out. And it's like, well, what about the pedophiles? It's like, right. that'll be, you take care of the gays, you take care of the pedophiles. It's like, right. well, no. Easy deflection. Yeah. Anything but being like, hey, we do have a problem and we're going to try to address it. Maybe start from the, you know. No, they're just. It's wild. They did nothing at any point to try to, like, take some of these guys out, you know. That yeah. they knew that they had concrete evidence and all this and just like take them out. You mean like the scouts grown up with their combat skills that they didn't try to take out? What was the movie? Was it Sleepers? Where those kids were oh, abused at that God. boys' school that. and then they see Kevin Bacon eating steak in a Budweiser and they just go up there and they're like, you know who we are? That movie is brutal. That is a brutal movie. Brutal movie. That was one of those movies I walked past at Blockbuster so many times and then one night I finally was like, I'm fucking watching this. And it was not at all what I thought it would Ooh, be. Oh, man. I I remember watching it. I don't even remember why or how it came to be that I was going to watch it. Yeah. But I remember watching that in that scene. It's, it's I think it's like the opening scene or it's early in the movie. I forget now. But it it's pretty. Uh, you know, it's bad. It's yeah. disgusting. It's uncomfortable. It's uh, that's a fucking hard movie to watch. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. You know, they talk about the skills and that type of stuff and being a a good person and a good whatever civilian and life survival stuff i mean you could say all that stuff is great you know why not you should know but at the cost it's like nah just get rid of this thing that stuff yeah but i guess you know i you know what too it's probably because i mean it's not probably it was tied so closely to the church right the mormon church for a while well and the catholic church 
Yeah, right, right. It was non-denominational, but it was pretty much tied in so with the Catholic So that Church. was why they didn't go after. Maybe so. Like, they were getting so much money, they're not going to... Just like the church did. They're not going to prosecute their own people. They're just going to keep pushing everything under the rug. Yeah. And that's what they did, and, you know, and it was by basically the order of the churches. And the Mormon church is wild because they completely take it on and then get rid of it entirely a yeah. couple years later. Or I don't know how many years And they later. got rid of it entirely because of the gay ban being lifted, right? That was what made them step out? Oh, interesting. I don't know. 2019, I, it said. I think that's what it was. They stepped out. That's, yeah. uh, that's interesting. But, you know, that's the way it goes. They were paying all the money, so they kind of, uh, they, were, they were the rule of the land. I wonder who hired Michael Johnson, because that, uh, <laughs> that was the biggest trouble for them, really. I wonder, too, if they just saw, like, if it's just some company bigwig being like, yeah, bring in whoever, I'll set them straight. <laughs> like, I'll right. tell them how we do things around here. And even, like, Michael Johnson tells of conversations where he's like, and he t- says to me, he's like, there's something you need to know, Mike. And I'm like, what's that, sir? And it's like the way he says you could tell it's like, oh, he's being respectful. But you tell even at the time, I'm sure he was like, and what's that, sir? Yep. Or it's like, you're going to say what you're going to say, and I'm going to throw it out the window. He was great for a documentary, too, because he just really knew how to put things so that you could understand it. He's yeah. like, I thought I was going to come in. There's going to be a pile of files here. Here we go. Get to the bottom of these. You know, let's, yeah. let's figure this out. He goes, empty desk. Empty desk. <laughs> yeah, empty desk. Nothing going on. It's like, this guy's really helping me out. And him being like, so what should I be doing? And they're just like, oh, you know. I'm just, uh. They were hoping, like, so many people, you get a bunch of money you get a nice title and you're just gonna sit there and shut up yeah you're the head of the boy scouts right. you're the hero we we're gonna get plaques to you we're gonna yeah. parade you around and just he goes, don't ask questions and just he's keep like your head down yeah and he's like no no no. I, this is what i do right which internal affairs bitch wild it's wild that that's like what that guy's so into forever yeah. but that's what he is he's an expert he goes no no no. it's nothing to do with uh homophobia it was pedophilia yeah he goes and you have the you have the grounds. You got the breeding grounds for that activity. Some of the guys they showed, too, the repeat offenders. Uh-huh. I mean, you got to know what a pedophile looks like, and you look like one, dude. You think so? Cut you think the, you can tell cut, just by looking? Not just by looking, but, like, I remember a few times. First of all, if you are going bald and you are, like, shit, like, combing your hair from one side of your, the comb over. Uh-huh. Not just stop, look. dude. Not just look. not a good look. It's so pedophile-y. Yeah. Okay. And they looked sweaty all the time. And then, listen, I'm a sweaty guy. But, like, yeah, some of these guys just looked like predators almost. I don't know. These weird cre- – I hate to be like that and judge people on their appearances. But, like, some of these guys looked creepy. Well, they that looked- one guy, was it up in Michigan or Wisconsin? They said it was the most prolific pedophile ever. He's, like, 17 out of the 34 kids in the troop. And they said hundreds, right, overall? Yeah. That's in – Crazy. I mean, that's like priest numbers, but the priests were protected and they'd be moved around. Yeah. But then the the most sick one, or at least they, they just cherry picked stories. I mean, yeah. the stories Hearing were all over the, the stories country. are like. But the one in uh, Louisiana, my God, that was terrible. Uh, there wasn't even a camp. It was literally just you know, whatever the worst yeah. possible thing you could think. When you watch a document, I don't know about you, but this might sound gross coming out of me right now. But I'll be. Brutally okay. honest is like when you hear when you start watching a documentary about horrible things, yeah. Whether it be violence, sexual abuse, whatever, there is part of you when you're listening to these victims on camera, you're like, I kind of want to hear specifics. Where it's like, I want to know like what it, and they do that in this. And when you hear it, you're like, I wish I didn't hear it. Yeah, I did. I'm like, I wish. <clears throat> no, I was good. I was good on that. When they show the list at the end, you want to talk about gross. They show and like also just the. Uh, you said it before the bureaucracy and just the the like pen and paper that has to happen yeah. for this 
awful like tragedy to go through the what? court system. Companies. The list of like offenses and what you're oh. possibly unable to is like touching off out. Of, out oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With clothes on, Brutal. fifteen grand. Touching with clothes off, twenty five grand. Yeah. Masturbation. Like the fact that that all has to get printed out is just what a fucking sick, sad world, dude. And who knows how much money they get? And obviously, it's not a money value thing. These the survivors' lives yeah. are changed forever. Uh, of course, but you, Dude, know, you, I did you get, hope they get some money. I, yeah. I don't know. And it says like some of these people, especially after what the lawyers take, it's like they're probably not even going to see that much money. I don't it's know. It's not going to be life-changing money for a lot of these people. Yeah, it's tough. Some people, it'll be a good chunk of change. Some of it's not going to be much... But you gotta get, you gotta be happy when you see the one dude get the eighteen million settlement. The one freaking, the guy. one fucking guy, because because Oregon has, um, what was it called? It was uh, uh, a, yeah. I looked it up. Punitive damages. Yeah, I didn't know that that was the name for that. It means they assign money to. Uh, it's like whatever. you you pay what you did wrong, right? But then on top of that, it's like as a punishment you yeah. get. A pay. So that's when when you hear people talk about like, oh, I want to sue for like uh, emotional damage and right. shit. It's, that it's like that thing. kind of thing. Where yeah. It's like, well, how do you put a number to it? And it's like, I don't know, but it better be fucking a lot. <laughs> you know, 18 million is not enough, but it's something. Yep. And then the one other one was a, a big settlement because the Mormon church knows better. Yeah. And that's the same thing with the, the Catholic church did. They settled. <sighs> Thank God it wasn't Scientology. Why not? Because they're ruthless. You saw the Danny Masterson thing? The guy from that 70s show? Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, why I mean, it, that's why that case has been drawn out over like 10 years because he's, oh. got, he's backed by Scientology money. Oh. So, like, they don't want their celebrities... You know what I mean? So they fucking lawyer up and go to go to fucking court. Right. And, uh, you know, but I mean, obviously the right the right side won recently with that. It's a big win. But all those churches that have money that they're, they're going to fight tooth and nail. Here's a crazy idea. Tax churches. No kidding. Tax churches. Tax. No, uh, no kidding. Tax the churches. Tax synagogues. Scientology. Oh, my God. Yeah, this was a bummer. I'm sorry. Well, it's a comedy one. podcast. Yeah, I know. So, uh, and we start. have a comedy show to do after. <laughs> let's so start. much fun. Uh, making fun of somebody's kids. <laughs> Did you have any uh, buddies that were Eagle Scouts that made it to the top? Nah, I didn't know anybody that stuck around. Or if they did, there was a secret. <laughs> like they so didn't tell I, people. I had a, I have a cousin mm-hmm. who ended up becoming an Eagle Scout. And I don't remember all the rules. There's something specific. Like you got to do it before your 18th birthday. Right, right. Or whatever. Maybe 16, maybe 18. Yeah. Before and, your balls drop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and he, uh, but he was like, he played sports and stuff and drank beers. Is was uh, whatever. Relatively, uh, he's a regular guy, guy regular, teenager. regular guy, and uh, and he's like, Oh, I gotta be an Eagle Scout. And I remember him t- saying that, and I'm like, What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I was over, like, but you know, as you get older, he was like, He was less involved, much less, sure, yeah, but it meant a lot to his dad or whatever. Which yeah. th- I guess that's a common theme in this type of thing where the parents it's a legacy thing, yeah, and it, it may be, you know, for the kids that aren't. They probably look back and go, it was a great time. Yeah, I it was a good experience. Make a fire and, and tie knots and fish and all that stuff. Right. So anyway, he's like, you got to do a project. You got to do something. It's like, it's got to be community based. There was all these like sure. parameters. So he built a wooden box that you're, there's different um, parameters. <laughs> I'm saying parameters too much. There's different qualifications for a box uh-huh. that's proper for burning the American flag. Okay. So he just built this box, and then he got to be an Eagle Scout. But he was like, I remember he was doing it the night before his birthday. Yeah. Like the, right I'm just the, getting it under the very wire. deadline. And yeah. he was like, he got Eagle Scout. And, him was, and, and he was telling me, he's like, him, him and all these nerds. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like going up in the ceremony. Yeah, I built the box the night before my 18th birthday. Well, he already had a tattoo, you know. Right, right. But anyway, so that's my... Uh, Interesting. You got a certain kind of box to burn an American flag. There's all a, these hippies just doing it out on the concrete. Right. There's a very specific Guys, way. Guys, get a box. You're supposed to, you know, there's, there's certain things you're supposed to yeah. hold the flag in reverence or whatever. This movie did make me think, though, like, maybe it's just too big. Maybe the scope of it's too big. Because it is the entire country. They need more supervision. That's the biggest takeaway at the end of the movie is it's like, hey, this ain't over. They're still operating with very, like, very low regard for the safety of these children. Um, according to Michael Johnson. Yeah, according to Michael Johnson, who I trust. But like, I, I Seems was in, like he doesn't have a motive. Yeah. Unless it was just to be the star of this documentary. I didn't do the Boy Scouts, but I did... Tons of sports and other activities and stuff where it's like, yeah, I'd be not necessarily alone with uh, an adult, but I'd be with a group of kids and there'd be one adult around or two adults around. And, yeah. you know, those, those are formu formative stuff for young kids. But I don't know. Also, this documentary just made me think about, like, there's always so much nastiness going on around you and you you could be so oblivious to it, you know? And uh, these survivors, how they live their lives, carrying this shit around. Yeah. And uh, Something like this happens know. to you. It's Obviously, you carry it around the rest of your life. But also, if it were me. If it were me. If it was me, I'd be second-guessing everything about myself. Uh, about how am I. Horrifying. Am I who yeah. I am solely? How much of that has made me who I am? Right. Yeah, it's, it's No, it's you know. brutal. That, the one guy, uh, the one survivor with the eagle statue that he's thrown so yeah. many times and glues back together. Right. And I don't mean anything, you know, and I'm happy that he's out and talking and stuff like this, but, like, throw that fucking thing out, dude. Throw that statue out. Do not keep it. Uh, stop it. Throw that thing away. Really. Burn it. Blow it up. I don't yeah. know. But make it a Boy Scout thing, but, like, get rid of that thing. He said he was like, it's like the only connection he has to his dead dad, I think. Yeah, Which it, I get, you it, know, yeah, but let it's... Let it go, man. Let it go. G gluing it back together and he's showing you the cracks. It's like, nah, yeah. dude, throw this thing away. Yeah. It'll feel better. Moving on. Just my opinion. Moving on is hard to do. Yeah. You know? So uh, we, we finished the summer of classics and we moved right into the, right into the, bu the bummer of fall of documentaries. September bummer. Holy crap. We, we wanted to have a guest on here. Uh, we didn't, he didn't make it. But uh, so we had to. Uh, <laughs> he's dead. As we had to. What do we got? Two weeks, one week left? Uh, it's one or two, one I guess, two? if we want to. Uh, if we want to keep going with these documentaries, I mean, to say stream or don't stream with something like this is tough. That's the thing. That's it's what I was saying really last tough. week. Even last week wasn't nearly as depressing as this. And I, I think I gave last week a don't stream because it's just like, I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's a great cause. And, you know, it'll give you the little backstory uh, of, that, of, the, of the human fight. For uh, the the crippled, the handicapped, uh, what do you call it? Rights. Yeah. Uh, and this one is, I mean, eye opening. I'll say eye opening. the The sheer volume of victims is crazy. Couldn't believe it. Uh, Eighty two thousand. And and throughout, it's like it's not like oh, it happened in the South. It happened in the cold weather. It happened everywhere that the Boy Scouts was. And for decades, like some of these things go back to like the 30s, right? The 30s and, and 40s. Consistent. Like from the from the original scout yeah. in England, they had them and they were like, we got red flag scout leaders. Like these guys can't do it. So it, it's been a, it's been a, uh, I don't want to, I don't even want to come up with a term, but. People have been misreading it the whole time. It's attractive to yeah. a certain type of person. Sure. And uh, 
So, you know, single mom, I got two boys. They need father figures. Yeah, go learn how to be outdoors and be a good citizen, be a gentleman. Well, that too, you think you're doing the right thing. And then if it's, and then a lot of times was entangled with the church leaders and and you're in the church, forget it. Terrible, awful. Uh, I guess you should watch it. I don't know. I guess you should watch it. I guess uh, you should watch it's it. It's eye-opening. It's one of those... If you don't want to watch it, just read up about it. Yeah, that's and don't, true. And don't put your kids in the Boy Scouts. You know. <laughs> Unless you're the scout leader. <laughs> I guess, yeah. And then also, like, I don't know, get your fucking house in order, all right? Scout leaders of America. That's true, though, because if you're going to be a scout leader, then you're associated with the thing. Yeah, you're associated with the thing. Like, you so, know. like, why even do that? Just go camping with your kids? I don't know. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal stuff. Fucking brutal. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we got to do a short one this week because uh, we got to go cry now. Just a couple of stand-up comics. Black dude, he was, was black great. Dude, unfortunately, that's unfortunately that's what we're gonna Michael refer to. Johnson. <laughs> Michael, Michael Johnson, Michael Johnson. <laughs>